Hello and welcome back to the Ebb and Flow podcast. As I'm recording this, it is January 4th, 2022. So I would like to wish you all a happy new year. I just feel like it offers um, a space to really reflect. And that's where I found myself in the last couple of weeks, um, or last month rather, is just this space of deep reflection. So I felt like I should record an episode around my personal experience within the last month. Um, In the last month, like I said, I've been in this space of reflection. So in this episode, I wanted to talk about not only self-reflection, but what that brings up and getting clear on our habits, our distractions, our addictive behaviors, and how we can integrate healthy habits that allow us to achieve the goals and align with our purpose. So in the last month or so, I think the last couple of months, honestly, I could feel myself feeling so deeply. (laughs) I felt so deeply like this desire to do more, but this reality that I wasn't living in that space. I was just feeling, I was feeling frustrated and stuck and unclear of how I could get to that space. So instead of trying to pressure myself to produce and to push through and to figure it out like I typically do, I just decided to take a break. Like I had been traveling so much and taking courses and classes and just being overly stimulated, which serves its purpose in some, in some aspects, but there comes a point when we have to take a moment and take a step back. So I decided to take a break from traveling. I was supposed to go on a trip and I was like nah let me just chill (laughs) so I had some time off from my job and I just grounded I grounded myself and I spent time in deep reflection I spent time with my family with my loved ones and most of all I spent so much time with myself which was so 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 recharging and so important for me I like social events, but they can be very, very draining and depleting for me. Um, So like I said, within the last couple of months, I was putting myself into these situations that were social and stimulating, and I was therefore highly depleted. And that in itself was an active challenge for me. I typically refrain from situations like that, courses, classes, um, anything of that nature. Because I do know intuitively that I really do love my time alone, and I love how I'm able to spend that time. So, yeah, I decided to just cancel everything, stay home, be one with myself. And I was reflecting on all of my tendencies, my behaviors, my habits, the habits that didn't serve me, the habits that ultimately led to addictive behaviors and distractions and that's really what I'm here to talk about today is how our habits turn into addictive behaviors and then uh, essentially they begin to distract us from our highest purpose and our highest potential. 
I'm trying to express myself in the clearest way I can, but my life is chaotic sometimes and it takes me a while to piece all of the pieces of the puzzle together. <laughs> so just kind of going back a little bit, a few months ago, this this feeling of inadequacy or frustration had come up, but I was persistent on pushing myself and going to classes, going to courses, learning and being around, you know, healers and other people that were doing this work. So I never took the moment to just stop and be with myself to gain real clarity. But I was offered the space to become aware of some destructive behaviors. So, so a huge distraction I had become aware of was the addictive behavior of smoking. I smoked weed every single night and no shame to anybody who smokes weed because I know a lot of people who do and I truly do believe that it is a plant medicine and it has helped me heal from a lot of discomfort in my body. Um, it's also allowed me to be more creative and you know playful so I do understand that there are pros to utilizing marijuana. I do understand that and I sometimes hate to even put out content in terms of like what I'm doing in my life because I feel like it's so easy for people to pigeonhole me or put me in this box and expect x y and z for me but my whole entire point of this is just explaining my experience with becoming more aware and how this specific experience impacted my life so who's to say that I will smoke in a few months or ever again I don't know I am fluid I can do whatever I choose to I am like consistently changing my perspective on certain things and so yeah this is just what I feel in this moment in this time in life so basically I became very unaware of why I was even utilizing marijuana I just consistently did it and it became a habit and I had no awareness in terms of why I was utilizing it and what I was shown was that it was very comforting for me to smoke I really enjoyed the way I felt. Like I was addicted to the emotional response. And like many people are, <laughs> right? We smoke because it makes us feel good. But as I became more aware and more self-conscious, I had realized how I adopted other behaviors. So I would smoke at night and then therefore I would become very hungry at night and just Knowing how the body works, I knew and I understood that our body is not meant to digest at night. Our body is meant to restore itself and rejuvenate. So I was forcing my body to essentially work in overdrive and overtime to digest this food. And what that was doing for me was making me very tired in the morning. So I was having trouble waking up in the morning. Therefore, that would also impact my ability to execute my morning ritual, my morning routine. And that was happening for months. And I just kept going and kept doing it because I was so addicted to that behavior of smoking and the sensation that it created in my body that I ignored these other signs that were showing up. Like with this specific experience, I was finding that I was wanting to sleep in. I wanted an additional 30 minutes or an hour in the morning. And it was consistent, you know, and for so long I was ignoring it. I was ignoring all of these these signs and signals and it just 
required, I guess, a deep sense of suffering. Like I got to the point where I was just so annoyed with myself and I was just self-sabotaging. I was sabotaging myself over and over and over again. And then I got to this point where I was so pissed at myself and so annoyed that I had let my, I had let myself get to that point. And that's really what forced me to quit. So it was not easy. I will admit that it was very hard. And when you break a habit that is so uncomfortable and very fucking challenging. <laughs> so it requires you to be disciplined. And that was really the catalyst for my development because that was a really, really big challenge for me to become honest with myself through reflection of what my behaviors and my habits were distracting me from and how they were manifesting in my life. But I'm very, I'm very, very grateful that I did that because what happened is that it led me to where I am today. And I feel like today I'm in this really clear space. I have the things that were distracting me and that were limiting me, like um, sleeping in and not holding myself accountable and not holding promises to myself. I'm now able to channel that energy into creating and becoming more clear. And what I've learned is that when you're breaking a unhealthy habit, it's very important to replace that with a healthy habit. So what I did was whenever I have the urge to smoke, well, whenever I did have the urge to smoke, I would then meditate instead. And I know there are a lot of skeptics and a lot of people who are consistently telling themselves that they cannot meditate or it's not for them or whatever other limiting belief that you hold in terms of your ability to meditate. But it is very profound and it's very insightful because as it was a struggle to do that, you know, to integrate it at first in terms of replacing my desire to smoke with the act of meditating, it was very, very, very challenging to do that. But what I found is that I was gifting myself with wisdom and clarity in my intuition and a deeper knowing. So it's allowed me to create a healthy routine in the morning and in the evening. And I'm a lot more consistent. And it, it just, through the whole entire act of doing this, like, like breaking unhealthy habits and integrating healthy habits, you really cultivate this path of alignment and you become more clear. And it's like exciting to watch yourself grow because you become so self-aware that you're now observing yourself and witnessing yourself and you take back your power. So you become in control of your life because what happens through our behaviors and our habits and the way we spend our time is that I think subconsciously we don't even identify this, but our distractions and our behaviors and the way that we're showing up, it actually tends to control us because it's so habitual and it's so repetitive and consistent that we don't even know, you know, you're, you're essentially just doing, doing, and doing because it's a habit. A habit is something that you do consistently and you become very good at. So that can be something good, healthy, and positive, or that can be something bad, negative, and unhealthy. And I was shown that some of my habits were unhealthy and I realized that I wasn't in control. Like they had gotten to that place into that point because they were controlling me 
And that is solely what distractions do. They control you and they keep you limited and they keep you small and they keep you stuck and frustrated. And it requires your ability to take back that power and to take back that control. And the only way that we can do that is by bringing a sense of conscious awareness to everything that we do. And that's just one personal example of how I became aware of my own limiting behaviors, my addictions, and my distractions. And what I've learned is that addictions can be anything. You can be addicted to an emotional response. You can be addicted to food. You can be addicted to a substance, a vice. You can be addicted to social media. And therefore, they also have the ability to be labeled as a distraction. And so with the new year here, I feel like a lot of people are in this space of just reflecting and becoming more clear and more intentional with how they want to show up for themselves. So I was thinking about how I could formulate a system or structure to help others or yourself identify your own habits and distractions that are not serving you. So, okay, step number one is going to be self-reflection. So for me, that looks like journaling. I journal every single night, sometimes even in the morning, twice a day. Journaling is so, so, so profound and so insightful personally for me. It helps me identify trends within my life. It's so easy to forget the way that you are feeling, but it's a nice resource to have to go back to. Like there's times where I don't even recognize that I might be feeling the same emotion consistently. And then when I go back and read through my journals, I'm like, wow, yeah, I've been feeling shitty for quite some time now. Uh, I should probably change this. So I would say journaling, another way to self-reflect, because there are people who don't like journaling and that might not be for you and that's totally okay. Um, I would say just maybe continue to do your your habits, your repetitive um, way of being, like live your life normally, uh, go through life normally for like a week and just maybe at the end of the night, sit with your thoughts and um, see how the day has made you feel, like what came up for you within that day. Um, that That is also a form of self-reflection. And number two would be then to integrate a sense of self-awareness. So after you've reflected, you have now become aware of your behaviors and how you're feeling, how you want to feel, and how you can integrate change to align yourself with that shift. And understand that self-awareness and self-reflection like these are never going to go away this is like this whole entire formula that I just now created in this moment is a cycle like you're going to become self-aware and then you're gonna possibly slip into old habits and then you're gonna have to reflect on that again and then become self-aware again and so on and so forth so it's going to continue to to go that's just that's just the journey that's life nothing is fixed it is fluid we are flowing And we just have to learn to go with it and to embrace that for what it is. So after you've given yourself time to self-reflect and become self-aware, you're now in this space to visualize what you see for yourself. Where, Who is your highest self? Who are you? What do you want to become? What do you want to do? 
it's a space to become clear on what you would like to establish and cultivate for your upgraded version. So in order to do this next step, you have to be willing to release the barriers to eliminate those unhealthy habits that were no longer serving you. And this part is it's very hard because it's so easy to do what's normal and what you're used to. It's so comforting to cling to an old way of being. That's just how our minds and our bodies are trained and conditioned to be. But if you consistently remind yourself why you're doing this work, you're most likely to stay on track and allow yourself to follow through with the intention that you set for yourself. And also, what's really awesome about this work is whenever you're eliminating a habit, you're introducing a healthy habit. So you always have something to look to. So if you're no longer doing this, you're now doing that. So you just have to create that sense of self-discipline to actually follow through. So that leads me to the next step, which would be to integrate healthy habits. So in order to integrate healthy habits, like I said, you have to be willing to let go of the unhealthy habits. And what I found to be very helpful during this journey and this experience of unlearning and relearning was remembering my why. Why am I doing this? I'm doing this because I want to show up for myself, because I want to live in alignment with my highest truth and my most authentic self. And it's a it's an act of self-respect. So remembering that we are respecting ourselves, so therefore we must be disciplined and we must set boundaries. That was another thing that was very helpful is the integration of boundaries. So I was witnessing myself having these desires to obtain these goals, but I was over giving myself to other beings, you know, whether that be a job or a partner or a family member, friends, like I was saying yes to things that I knew I shouldn't have been. So integrating boundaries into my life was very helpful. And it also acted as a sense of self-respect. Because if you think about it, we're always so quick to show up for other people but it's always a struggle to show up for ourselves. So we have a job to go to and we have to be there every single day at 9 a.m. You're going to be there at 9 a.m. because that's expected of you. But say you have a goal to be up at 7 a.m. to do X, Y, and Z. You tell yourself that it's not not necessarily that important for some reason when that's not the case. And it's 100% more catalytic for your growth than you showing up to work on time because you have to. So I, I always like to think about it in that aspect because it's very easy to perceive something, a habit or whatever the case may be, and to just not do it. That's very easy. That's what we're conditioned to do. We love instant gratification and we love being comfortable and we love the easy way. But you're developing so many more skills when you challenge yourself and when you push through. And it truly acts as a deeper sense of self-love because you're being consistent with yourself and you're showing up for yourself. And that is so, so, so important in this life. And lastly, follow up with yourself. Because if we don't, we're just kind of mindless. So... What I had recently started doing is 
planning out my week. So every single Sunday I plan the week ahead on like a weekly planner and then every single day I utilize that plan. I feel like I have undiagnosed ADD because it's fucking hard to stay focused sometimes, but I'm really, 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 really trying. And this is something that's really been helpful for me. So being able to see my plan every single week and, um, and then being able to reflect on it every single week as well. It's been very, very helpful. And I like the planner that I have. I got it off of Amazon, unfortunately. But um, yeah, it has the days of the week. And then you're able to write down the goals in which you have for each day. And then there's also a section for habit tracking, which is amazing for me because that's what I'm focusing on right now is cultivating healthy habits. And then there's like a top three goals section. You have some notes on there and then a to-do list section, just like a random to-do list. So I really find it helpful. I'm, it's new for me and I'm, I'm using it in my life. It's actually funny. I used to use this when I was managing at Starbucks and it helped me then. And so like one day I just thought like, how the fuck can I become more organized in my actual life? And then I thought about that uh, weekly planner that I used to utilize every single week. (laughs) And so I was like, well, why wouldn't I just use it in my life every single day? Because it helped me then. And um, it's been helping me now. So I'm very stoked about that. So if you're trying to figure out how you can become more organized and how you can hold yourself accountable and follow through and really, really create change in your life, I do recommend that. Um, I don't know if it works. It works for me. I don't know if it's going to work for you, but I've really enjoyed it. So just a little recap on everything because I feel like some shit can sound all over the place so I apologize but it is what it is I'm trying and yeah that's all that matters (laughs) so in order to break habits and introduce healthy habits my little formula that I created today in this episode is number one creating space for self-reflection through journaling and or just daily reflection. And number two, becoming self-aware. How are we thinking, behaving, and utilizing our overall time and our energy every single day? And number three, now that you are aware, you can become clear on the vision that you see for yourself. So you're able to create a plan for yourself. You have a willingness to be self-disciplined. You're able to set boundaries and hold yourself accountable. And remember, this is going to be the hardest and most challenging and most testing part of the whole entire experience, but it is all worth it because it is an act of love and you are respecting yourself and you're growing and evolving. So that in itself is exciting. And lastly, following up, ensuring that you're actually integrating the change into your life. It's very easy to set an intention and to not follow through. So with the plan in place... Like I said, through the weekly planner that I have integrated into my practice, um, that's been very helpful. But whatever works for you, ensure that you're following up, whether that be weekly or like a monthly check-in or check-in with like somebody that you've established a a good relationship with, maybe like your partner. Um, You ask them to, you know, work with you and hold yourself accountable. But ultimately, I think it's important for you to hold yourself accountable. I think that is the most profound healing and process just personally. Um, So whatever works for you. If you need a planner, get a planner. Um, If you need a journal, get a journal. Set yourself up to actually succeed. Don't just say you're going to do something and then 
have this lovely idea and then never follow through with it because that is just so disrespectful to yourself and it's just not fair nobody's gonna save us we have to save ourselves so it's our responsibility to get our shit together in no means am I perfect or trying to preach to the choir I'm just explain I'm just explaining to you what has worked for me what I'm personally working on what I'm doing in my life that has been helping me and what I've actually seen change in. Um, this process has really allowed me to view myself differently. And I think that's that's very important for all of us to understand is this work is hard, but, but in the end, you really strengthen your self-concept and your self-worth and the way that you view yourself. So yeah, I hope that this receives you well. And you're open to changing things within your life and within yourself that you have been wanting to change. And again, Happy New Year and may many blessings come your way. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.